Today's Tanya for the 22nd day of Teves, Chav Beis Teves. We are in Patek Yud Beis, chapter 12, on page 179. Today the Rebbe ends the uh, 11 months of saying Kaddish for the Rebbe Tzanishmas Eden. And as the Rebbe has turned this entire year into a lesson in life, we have to say L'chaim and wish the Rebbe Hatzlocha and success in everything that he wants, that from now on he should know only Nachas and only joy in a revealed and obvious form without any delays and without any obstructions, that that which the Rebbe wants should immediately become reality in the physical world for all to see. And ultimately that means bringing about a Geula Shlema for all Jews and every Jew. And the Rebbe should lead us with Simcha and with Nachas out of Gos. The Tanya for today is on page 179. And we're discussing the trials and tribulations of the Benani. On the one hand, the Benini has emotions that are not necessarily godly and which he can't control. And on the other hand, the dictates of those emotions, the demands of those emotions, the Benini controls completely. He is in complete control of his behavior, which means to say that where the Tzaddik always does what is right because of an intimate reason, because of his feelings towards godliness, and his negative feelings towards unholiness. These are intimate feelings, intimate experiences. The Benini always does the right thing in all garments, in thought, speech, and deed, not for intimate reasons, but for objective reasons, for reasons of propriety, being that God is the master of the universe, and it is his world, his creation, even the Benini is his, and therefore, out of propriety, the Benini, out of a sense of propriety, the Benini is incapable of sinning. Not intimately incapable, but technically incapable, practically incapable. The AFLPK, in spite of the fact that the Benini will not sin and has not sinned and cannot sin, by virtue of his commitment and of his bittel, even so, he's not at all in the level of the tzaddik, because this, this strength that the godly soul has over the darkness, over the foolishness, of the animal soul in that a little bit of godliness and wisdom of the godly soul displaces a lot of the darkness and it does so without effort, effortlessly. This virtue, the godly soul has this virtue or this power over the animal soul but only in the arena of the garments. The lay, the mohus of Yatsmusa, the garments of the godly soul prevail over the garments of the animal soul. So the Benini will think and speak and do what the godly soul 
dictates. Not what the animal soul dictates. But when it comes to the essence of the soul, meaning to the essential powers of the soul, the emotions and the intellect, here the godly soul doesn't have this kind of control over the animal soul. So that the godly soul does not have exclusive rights to the emotions and to the intellect. Because in the essential part of the animal soul that comes from Klippa, which is in the left side of the heart, the, the garments of the animal soul relinquish their demands in the presence of the godly soul. The animal soul's thought, speech, and deed are bottle to the, to the dictates of the godly soul. And therefore, they have been weakened or they have been displaced by the godly soul. But the emotions of the animal soul haven't been displaced at all. The emotions being the more essential powers of the soul. More essential than garments. That's why it's called the essence of the soul. Although there is more to the godly soul than its powers, but compared to the garments, these powers are called essence. So in the Bainani, the, in, the intellect and the emotions of the animal soul have not relinquished any of their power, any of their force, and are not bottle and do not recede, do not withdraw in the presence of the godly soul. So that even while the godly soul is feeling an attraction to godliness, the animal soul feels and voices its attraction to the to the unholy. Except for during davening, when the love of the godly soul is so intense that it silences the love or the feelings of the animal soul. But achar hatfila, after the davening, she'ein zish pe'ish avas Hashem behizgalus libe b'chol ha'yimani, when the flame of love, meaning the active love, is not revealed in the right side of the heart. Rather, the love, the love is internal, within the heart, and therefore called a hidden love. Which is the natural love of the godly soul. As we will explain later, that there is an inborn natural love that every soul has, that every Jew has. And this is hidden within the heart. Only during davening does this love express itself and flare outward like an actual flame that is felt in the right side of the heart. Felt there, not only present there. But after the davening, that feeling recedes and it withdraws back into the heart and it remains a hidden heart, a hidden love which is a natural love that comes not as a result of davening, not as a, not the result of contemplating God's greatness, but rather from the very nature of the Jew. And therefore, even though the effects of the davening fade, the love itself doesn't fade. It merely remains in the heart rather than revealed out of the heart, from the heart. The Azai, and then, 
when the love of the godly soul is not flaming, is not ex- externalized, then then the foolishness of the evil of the animal soul can be revealed in the left side of the heart. So while there is love in the right side of the heart, there is also an attraction to foolishness in the left side of the heart. To desire the pleasures of all the physical things in this world. The desire can be not to do a sin, but it can, it, there can be a feeling of attraction and a recognition of the pleasure inherent in permissible things as well as in prohibited things, God forbid. As if he hadn't davened at all, just as it was before the davening. However, in order to describe the Bainani correctly, it would be mistaken to say that the Bainani desires that which is sinful. So the Al-Tarebbe specifies, When we say that a Bainani can desire what is prohibited, we don't mean that he wants to do the sin. That's not the case of a Bainani. A Bainani does not want to do the sin and will not do the sin and cannot do the sin. Again, not for the same reason as a tzaddik. The tzaddik can't do the sin because of his internal condition. Because of his intimacy with God, the sin is out of the question. By the Bainani, it's not his intimacy with God, but his commitment and obedience to God that makes him incapable of transgressing. So that this attraction that he feels to that which is prohibited is merely a recognition of its pleasure, but not as desirable for the Bainani himself. Personally desirable. So he doesn't think of doing the sin. Rather, thought of sin. Thought of that which is sinful, but not thought to sin. They can effectively rise to the mind. In other words, the heart feels the possible pleasure in that which is prohibited, and that awareness rises to the mind. What it can do, this thought, it cannot become an actual plan or desire to do the sin. What it can do is simply distract him from Taira and from Aveda. And as the Gemara says, that there are three things that a person can't protect himself from every day, on a daily on a daily basis, and that is Hirhraveda, thought of sin, the Iyuntvila, concentration and davening, etc. The third thing being Lashanhara. Uh, but this thing of of, of the thought of sin, doesn't mean the thought to sin, but the distraction from Taira and Aveda by a thought that rises from the heart that recognizes the pleasure in a sin, but does not actually become a desire for that pleasure. 
And that is the Benoni. In the Hayyim Yayim, for the 22nd of Teves, the Rebbe writes, Hachrozas Amur Biachas Haisvadus. An announcement, a proclamation that my father made at Afabringen. This is the Rebbe Rashab. Just as putting on tefillin every day is a mitzvah from Torah that applies to every Jew, without any distinction between a great sage and a simple person, they equally have the, share the mitzvah of tefillin. It is equally an obligation Every Jew has the obligation to think at least a half hour every day about his children's education, the raising of his children. And to do everything that which he is capable of doing, and even that which is beyond his natural capabilities. Zen Peilzain by the kinder to see to it that he prevails with his children as his own gain in them derech vasmenizei madrich, that they should follow the path in which they are being guided.